कंपनी नंबर नहीं कंपनी लोग होते हैं और जब लोग खुश होते हैं तो नंबर ऑटोमेटिकली बढ़ने लगते यू कैन आई मेक मनी थ्रू ब्रांड्स और यू कैन मेक मनी थ्रू फैंस रोहित राज को फाउंडेड क्रिएटिव एजेंसी द क्लिच एंड इन्फ्लुएंसर मार्केटिंग एजेंसी चैटर बॉक्स ही इज ऑल्सो एन एंजल इन्वेस्टर एंड हैज इन्वेस्टेड इन मेनी स्टार्टअप्स इन दिस एपिसोड ऑफ ऑन्टरप्रनोर टॉक्स Rohit has shared some amazing stories like how Glitch got Hindustan Unilever as their client, how they marketed Narcos for Netflix in India, why does being right place at the right time plays a huge role in a startup's success, why culture plays an important role in building a good team, as well as many other insights that you don't want to miss. If you are someone who wants to build a career or business in marketing and advertising, then definitely watch this episode till the end also we are now available on all the major audio platforms so just go and search entrepreneur talks by the spotlight india and you will find the audio version of the podcast so without wasting any further time entrepreneur talks with rohit raj starts in 3 2 1 in varun's case so varun didn't knew that he wanted to do this he just applied for simc i i am just reading his book only everything is out of syllabus so he also mentioned mentioning that and he is one of my favorite podcasters so i heard this story a, a lot of time about how you guys started you guys were going to name your uh, name, going to name glitch jayveru uh, so uh, i just want to know uh, the advertising were there on, uh, in your mind ki bas yahi karna hai ki Uh, वो भी धीरे धीरे डेवलप हो उसके बाद पता चला कि यू स्टम्बल्ड अपॉन एडवर्टाइजिंग नो आई डोंट थिंक आई डिट कम आउट सेइंग दैट आई वांट टू डू एडवर्टाइजिंग इन जनरल आई आई थिंक इफ यू आस्क मी द इफ यू आस्किंग मी फ्रॉम अ ग्लिच पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू डिड वी कम आउट टू स्टार्ट बिल्डिंग अ एजेंसी एक्स्ट्रा नो वी डिड करेक्ट वी वर एंड आई थिंक दैट्स लार्जली अ गुड आंसर क्वेश्चन बिकॉज़ um एनीथिंग यू डू इट्स यू आर ट्राइंग टू फाइंड अ प्रॉब्लम एंड यू आर ट्राइंग टू सी दैट इफ देयर इज अ प्रॉब्लम कैन वी फाइंड अ सॉल्यूशन Right. and that's literally where it was so advertising is not something that happened i my first my first job that i did for example was a channel me where i was in promos um, team we were making fun uh, what do you call it ads and promos and for channel me as a yeah the reason glitch happened is because channel me one day decided to stop the kind of programming we were doing to uh, talk about saying that hey this kind of programming the the audience that consumes this has moved to the internet so for tv we will now go to reality shows etc and somehow we liked that kind of program so i like are if they can't show this on tv who's going to show this so then we said that, so that was my problem state right so so can we if everybody's gone to the internet who's making this for the internet can we now go to the internet and build these pieces these content pieces so that was the problem we went to solve for that through anything and that's how glitch came to be so glitch was not set out to be an ad agency glitch came out to solve the problem that there is an audience that has shifted from television to the internet because and the kind of content we used to consume on television or we grew up with like i grew up with all of those fun uh quirky niche thing which used yeah. to come on mtv whereas it had mtv and channel which then became very reality tv so i didn't want to watch that right now if i have to watch this where do i watch it i have to go to the internet if i'm going to the internet who's making this content can we be the first ones to do it that's how it came to me so every time I, i mean anything that i've done so far it's it's not because oh i want to get into this field it's primarily that is there a problem can we solve it can we be the 
do we have a unique solve to it? Right. And right. we get there, and that's what it's been. Right. So th- this is an entrepreneurial mindset. If if we uh, look at from a, a you know bird's eye view, this is the entrepreneurial mindset where if you see a problem and you are going to solve it. If agar problem nahi hai, to fir uh, startup bhi nahi hoga us field ke andar. You uh, you and Varun both talked about you know being right place at the right time. And I also heard this from a lot of entrepreneurs that being at the right place at the right time plays a huge role in the you know success of a startup. Can you explain why importance of timing is a really important thing for any startup? You know, I this word called luck is very frivolously thrown around, right? Uh, but I think there is there is a factor of that also that comes when I say it's not purely luck, but this whole right place, right time. And I'll give you examples of this. Uh, now, in our journey at Glitch, uh, when we started, we were doing one kind of work. Yeah. We needed, uh, we were building the kind of content that we were excited to build, etc. And how did we get the work? We got it through uh, word of mouth. So it was mostly our own batchmates who were now in some companies offering us, uh, hey, listen, why do come pitch for us, business, etc. And that's how we started the piece. At one point, I remember that we once got a call from a friend of ours who was like, yeah, I freelance with this one company uh, and they do um, designs for an event in the backdrop, etc. And they're asking me to do something which I don't have the time because I'm going to Goa. So will you guys be able to pick this up? And when you start off, we there is no concept of no, right? So yeah. we were like, yeah, so I said, I'll do it. And it was I happened to be, I think, a Diwali week or something of that sort. So I said, yes, we'll do it. Um, went and he sent me the address of the company. It was called Encompass. Sat there. We heard the brief. He said, we make it. We made these beautiful whatever, designs backdrops. That day, that event was being hosted by Roshan. Okay. Roshan Abbas. He's at the event. And he finished the event. He looks at those backdrops and he says, this has not been done by Encompass. Who's made these? Because they look very nice. So they, somebody said that, oh, there's some company called Glitch. Then. So I want to meet these boys. Turns up, he comes, he, out of the blue, there's a, set, a meeting is set up to meet Roshan, who's not heard of us till then. He happens to be at this event, sees this thing, etc. We meet, we talk, he gets excited. And in a few months, he's like, listen, guys, I think there is something here and I want to be a part of this journey. And Roshan came and became a part of our journey. And now, how Roshan became a part of this journey could be attributed to the fact that this one boy who had a... Uh, the, see, if he didn't make that phone call to me or if I had said, like, yeah, I don't want to do a backdrop. See, yeah. There is a possibility. This so right place, right time on that front. I'll give you more stories. Like uh, Unilever, we used to do... We were not an agency, right? Huh. We were a production house. Production house. We would do yeah, a lot of content, video content, etc. But only the advantage was we did video content with a tech angle to it. So it wasn't just, so YouTube should not be just a consuming platform for us because then that's also TV. So early on, YouTube will let you do annotations, make widgets, uh-huh. program things, etc. So that was great. So we used to be the early adopters of this. So we did some work for uh, Unilever through MTV and it was for one particular campaign. Now we finished that thing. And if you ever go to the Unilever office in Bombay, it's a street. Right, okay. it's a it's the camp. It's they're called the Unilever campus, and it's a street where there are a bunch of cafes where all the brand managers across the border city. So word spreads that this campaign has done well. That Axe campaign. So somebody is like, "Are you? Who has done glitch? 
So mm-hmm. in that conversation, there's one brand manager who's sitting there. He's like, he hears of this company called Glitch. We are walking through that street. He's like, you guys are from Glitch, right? He's like, uh, are you an agency? Was the question he asked me. You are not an agency, but we do also don't know the fact that we can. We don't know how to say no, right? Right. Of course, we are an agency. <laughs> okay, so we have a brand called Magnum Ice Cream. We are launching. Uh, we've called for pitches from other agencies. Everybody has pitched, but a couple of people have told me that you should get Glitch also to talk because they say I don't have time. Can you pitch by tomorrow? And this is at three in the afternoon. He's asked us if we are an agency, which we were not. If we can pitch. tomorrow in 24 hours um. and we said okay we'll give it a shot now we have gone back to a company where there are there's varun there is me and there are 20 others none of us who have any agency experience so we've never worked in an agency in our lives we don't know how an agency functions but we know what how to sell a product so we put together what we worked that whole night we put together a pitch went pitched we won the pitch and that is how glitch became from a production house we we switched to become an agency that right. we won the pitch we did a great job there we got four more brands today i think glitch handles uh, unilever is the largest portfolio like 70% 80% of the unilever brands it was glitch so it and it's a funny story that a brand like unilever made as an agency because we were technically a content production oh, house content production house yeah so yeah. coming back to your whole thing it was the right place right time so yeah. i could have said no Yeah, you could have said no and would have moved. So, like, do you think uh, this also helps that when you are when your startup is young, when your company is very young, saying yes to the most of the things opens a door for uh, many opportunities. Is that true? See, uh, you need to be very clear about what you want to do, Um, and whether whether your uh, startup is young or not. I honestly feel that. the hustle should never stop right this is a hustle right that we did uh, whether you are young old unicorn decacorn whatever you want to call it the hustle the day the hustle stops now is when you slow down so yeah. i don't think the hustle should stop so do you say yes to everything no i don't i don't i'm not a fan of i'm not saying that you should say yes to everything but you should weigh the options out like for example are you an agency is a question that I, so this is an opportunity knocking for us to pivot to a because production house तुम इतना ही रहोगे हाँ ठीक है production house इससे ऊपर नहीं जाएगा क्या क्या ठीक है अभी now your next step to a production house is an agency अगर आपको agency बनना है और कोई अगर opportunity दे रहा है and this this famous saying right knock knock is never opportunity because opportunity is only one knock it's so this guy if somebody is giving you an opportunity quick you have the the entrepreneur in my the entrepreneurial mindset is to process 15 scenarios to every opportunity and assume is this an opportunity worth taking or not however big the risk is whether you've done it or not you sometimes you just say things which you've not done and figure it out jugaad ho jayega the uh-huh. don't forget the jugaad don't forget the hustle that's the in the larger scheme of things so that's what i would go with right right अभी मुझे स्टार्टिंग पे वापस जाना है सो व्हेन यू गाइस डिसाइडेड दैट यू नो कि अभी ग्लिच चालू कर रहा है ग्लिच नाम रख दिया सब कुछ हो गया देन हाउ डिड यू गाइस लैंड अप योर फर्स्ट क्लाइंट इट्स इट्स फनी बिकॉज़ सी द थिंग इज आल्सो लाइक आई सेड व्हेन व्हेन पीपल से दैट पेडिग्री ऑफ व्हिच कॉलेज यू वेंट टू एंड थिंग्स आर आई एम नॉट श्योर इफ द 
the education that you get in MBA colleges is going to matter as much as the peers or the friends you make in that segment, right? Your alumni, your friends. So what Simbi gave me, yes, I mean, I didn't learn advertising at all, right? I, I went into film week. So I'd have a certain education. But what it also gave me was a huge network. Like, like I, some of my, my closest friends are still friends I made at Simbi, not anywhere else. And we, we are people who still hang out now. So when we started out, everybody is helpful to each other. So somebody just called us and said, Ki like, yaar, uh, aisa ho hai, you want to come pitch? And I remember Disney was an early client uh, that we did work with. And because I was a channel V and I used to freelance at that point in time. So I there was a freelance opportunity as anyway, like doing with Disney. Something. So somebody called and said, Disney is looking for a company that can make quick promos for you. Do you guys want to come and pitch? Again, now the hustle culture here, right? Disney is a very big company. We are a company with two people, Varun and Rohit. Yeah. Now, how if you go and sit across the table, you need to also come across like at least a 20-member team for them to also take you seriously. Yeah? So we've I remember going there, having this um, uh, meeting and when we finished the whole, okay, this is what we need, briefing is done, etc. Then they said, okay, what's your costing like? I'd be like, uh, I don't want to be commenting on the costing. I'll get my finance team to call. So just the statement which said that I'll get the finance team to call you. There was no finance team. Finance team was Varun <laughs> who's sitting in the car outside waiting. <laughs> so I, but in their opinion, okay, the finance team will call us. So, Hoga, these, these longa companies. So we walked out from there. We've gone in. Varun has made the call. Got, uh, said, okay, here's the budget. And budget sheet is done. We've pretended like we're a 15-member team with four or five people answering uh, on the behalf of this. It, it, it's the Jugaad culture, right? And it works. Yes. End of the day, what happens is the first gig you get or or you have one opportunity to, uh, so if Disney opens the door, they give you one opportunity to go back to them. You do a kick-ass job, then they don't ask you any questions of 10-member team or 100-member team or you're going heavy. As long as you're delivering work. So for them, but to get that first piece, we had to hustle a little bit. And this was that hustle that we brought in. Right, right. So, this is a this is a this is a crazy story, and I uh, from this I want to ask you: uh, Do you believe in like uh, fake it till you make it uh, in the starting period? Did that help? Did that help? Wo help karta hai fake it till you make it wala thoda formula starting mein. I see the thing is it's a it's a statement that could go very wrong when you say it as fake it till you make it. Uh, it's See the thing is, I'll tell you what it's it's about packaging. I would I would right. I would call it more from a packaging lens. But how you package yourself? That's that's technically what it is, right? You're right. If I if I put two biscuits in front of you, which are exactly the same, and one has a jazzier, nicer packaging, you will you tend to go towards that. So we right. where you don't make up with anything else, try to cover with something that the others don't bring to the table, like. I'll give you an example. When we did our pitches, our pitch decks, we spent time to design our pitch deck to make tell the story and make it look really nice. So we used to be very proud of the fact that we had great looking pitch decks, which meant that when a client called you for a pitch, whatever you are presenting, their, their concentration at least is on the fact that, okay, these guys get the aesthetic, they get the design, they get the thing of it. So 
the the deeper questions i uh, of oh how do you are you capable of handling this with a, a 15 member team etc get the they we we show them uh, right up front it's it's kind of visible to them that okay these yeah. guys get design they get you make it look premium etc mm. right so packaging i would not say fake it till you make it uh it's more about how you package and how you tell your own story so we didn't i didn't fake it when i said that i'll get the finance team to send it technically yeah. varun was the finance right yeah. but if i said i will get varun to send it it meant one person the minute uh-huh. i said i'll get finance to send it to you which it's still, it's still it's so it's about i see the re- reason i'm very hesitant to say fake it till you make it is because today i work with a lot of startups and uh-huh. um uh, either as an advisor and mentor investor or whatever right i don't come to me with metrics which are wrong right. so don't come and tell me so i don't fake your metrics because that right. people will call out but is there a tell me a story so storytelling is very very key in this whole thing don't fake it from that point of view is what right. i would is my advice right 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 what are some of the things uh, or learnings that you didn't expect it कि यार ये तो सोचा ही था कि ये भी सीखना पड़ेगा ऐसा कुछ था जैसे कि मैं पॉडकास्टिंग कर रहा हूँ अभी सो आई डिडेंट न्यू कि ऑडियो मास्टरिंग का ऐसा कुछ होगा मुझे लगा था कि कोई सॉफ्टवेयर होगा वहाँ पे अच्छी तरीके से रिकॉर्ड हो जाएगा ऐसा कैमरा सेटअप लाइट सेटअप ये सब पता नहीं था बट वेन आई डीप डाइव टू आई लर्न अलॉट अबाउट एडिटिंग सो वॉट आर समर्निंग दैट यू डिडेंट एक्सपेक्टेड वेन यू डीप डाइव टू ऑन्टरप्रनोरशिप इन जनरल Yo, so the thing is one first thing is that you need to be you need to know everything right you need to know a little bit of everything that's the thing so i think an entrepreneur there's that book called range which i keep recommending to a lot of people so and every entrepreneur should read it because this whole jack of all trades and a master of none is a space that you you have superficial knowledge about everything and then you get experts to do the other part That's right. what it is. So now in the world of advertising, because we've never worked in advertising, I'll tell you what the advantages were. Firstly, because I know, I know a lot of people have this question, right? So saying that like, oh, I have not done this kind of a thing, so I should never do anything which is not in that space. I'm like, no, I have not worked in advertising in my life. Varun has never worked in advertising. When we set up an agency, we, because we didn't work in advertising. we set up the agency to solve for the problem that we had at hand so we didn't have a regular structure for the agency it was not servicing uh, uh, and copy as two separate divisions and so uh-huh. on and so forth for us we were like okay what is the audience going needing today the audience needs video at the center of what and that's what our, so we centered video at the center of it and built things around it strategy is going to be very key so and strategy could not come from us one department called strategy right it had to come across the board from both um, uh, parties so there would be uh, why can't a copywriter be strategic right so and that's ingrained so we are, so it it was that's how we structured ourselves so when we were doing our first few hires right if you ever hired from a traditional agency that person would come here and not understand anything it would yes. be like kya ho raha hai because like this is this is not how we work so when we struggled with some senior hires because senior hires did not i made my own ppt till the last day of uh, making a pitch because for me the thing was now a senior hire is like i have never made a ppt in my life because hum log sirf strategy bol ke nikal jate hain nahi yahan pe wo nahi hota so that became a thing data which is a very so it was i think for us if you ask me the key learnings was hiring 
and training the right kind of people also to understand a few things like for example in a traditional agency you have a planning and a strategic team right uh-huh. you have a data team okay? uh-huh. now do we have the luxury as a startup to build different verticals like this have like a vp data vp strategy so we don't so how do we now get everybody to start thinking data actively and that was very important how do you pull the right kind of data like so when we were talking of um, so i was telling you about the unilever piece right huh, so when huh. we called we got called from magnum ice cream and magnum ice cream wanted us to pitch now when we came came back with the other pitch right where do you launch a uh, ice cream first up which is the which is the city that you should think of first your first thought goes to bombay delhi bangalore right that's standard, standard. Mm. but it was funny because we now ingrained to think strategically ice cream kya hai ice cream kab khate ho jab like bahar garmi hoti hai na so so which city is hot through the year so when you go and look that you turn out that madras or chennai as you call it is summer 12 12 months of the year it's always hot yes now now that is one great data point to have looked at then we go and look at it saying that okay what uh, but this ice cream is not a cheap ice cream it's 100 rupees where do you go who has the capacity to spend it so then you look at then some your creative guy himself is looking for data points saying that which uh, city in the country has the highest uh, what do you call it liquid spending capacity again turns out to be the chennai did rank in that house you like it was a very strategically thought out but creative answer to say that if you want to launch this prior chennai as a test market because it's you don't have to worry about launching an ice cream in june because it's going to be raining in half the city and it will be cold somewhere else again either it's always summer people will always feel hot and they'll always eat so it now this ingrained thinking has to come in and if i called if i went to a traditional agency first a strategic partner would call for data around ice cream huh. who eats ice cream more etc then there would be a strategic i would break it then a planning team we didn't have the time the luxury of time to do all this and we didn't have the luxury of people to do it so we didn't we had to crunch that together so there were a lot of learnings like these that we got along the way the good but my take on it is that if because we were not from this industry it's far easier uh if you if you don't know the rules yes you don't know that you're breaking them yes exactly and sometimes was, you're breaking the rules and then that's it. so that's the i was just going to tell that uh, tell that only that when you don't know rules you just don't know that you are breaking them and sometimes less information is more uh, can play a big role also uh, you know when you start something agar sab kuch maloom hai na person if you step out of the boxes that we are all bound in so true ah, 100% do you think location also plays a big role uh, in success of a startup because i i i recently heard anurag kumar the founder of tvf and he said ki dekho hamara growth hua hai na itna jaldi 
जो भी लास्ट पांच छह साल के बाद भी जहाँ पे कंपनी बंद भी हुई हमारे जितने कॉम्पिटिटर्स थे वो वो लार्जली उसकी वजह से हुआ मेजर रीजन वो है लोग उसको क्रेडिट नहीं देते कि हम लोग मुंबई बेस्ड है हम लोग मुंबई बेस्ड है तो काम हमारा बहुत जल्दी हो जाता है सब कुछ है अवेलेबिलिटी बहुत मिल जाती है टैलेंट भी बहुत अच्छा मिल जाता है हमें जो चाहिए होता है सो डू यू थिंक की पर्टिकुलरली फॉर मीडिया लाइक फॉर्म एंड अगर एडवर्टाइजिंग उसमें लाइक सिटीज लाइक मुंबई एंड ऑल्सो प्लेज अ बिग रोल लाइक अगर टैक्स खोलना है तो अगर आप बेंगलोर में हो देन इट विल इट विल बी अ गेम चेंजर फॉर यू See the thing is, I would if you ask me this question two years ago, I would have probably had a different answer. Today, like, does location play a role? It, there is in terms of like I'll tell you what if you're in the con- media and content entertainment industry, right? And if you're in Bombay, everything is like your neighbor will be somebody who's a filmmaker. You will run into more of these people, etc. So the access is far easier, right? uh but this is in a pre pandemic uh, situation in a post pandemic world today that we stay in we're all a zoom call away i mean i don't even know where you are sitting right now and having this conversation you are running this uh linkedin has shot like made the world smaller it doesn't matter if i'm in singapore if i'm in geneva uh, if i'm in delhi right you can you still able to connect with the person you can bring that person on the podcast uh from an advertising agency point of view uh, i feel the most creative uh, a, the, the best creative agency today in the country is that chat let, let me uh, i will admit it straight up i think a fab job of what they've done so far they said out of bangalore it's it's a whole different space they that's yeah. where they are headquartered there so nothing stops you from doing uh from being anywhere in the let's say is location key to a few things i'll give you example access is one thing that is there in bangalore access to techies hmm. access to vcs VC. it's it's like main coffee shop mein baithunga to like you go to any third wave in kormangla indranagar every second table is some vc analyst sitting there right so hmm. so for you to do a fundraise it's your degrees of separation between you and the uh, your uh, vc is going to be one degree somebody in your circle will know somebody there so what a location gives you access to is the degrees of separation what the world in the post pandemic world that is also short niche i i know startups sitting out of indore which are doing a fab job right no two ways about it there i mean delhi has become this whole new startup hub gurgaon rather uh-huh. which is um, killing it on that front so i am like uh, i if you ask me is location key its location is key for some form of access um, but is it, uh, it it's still uh, if you ask me the percentage of how much it would uh, matter Huh. it's still slightly on the higher scale than it should be but it is still it, it does matter but not as much as it was earlier right it it this does still have an advantage because end of the day it's that you know that that one degree of separation is there uh, huh. in depending on where you are huh. like aap bombay mein ho tomorrow you want to if you were in bombay and you want to get sharukh on your podcast he is even sharukh khan has one degree of separation you might know somebody who's working with an agency that is 
handling Shahrukh, for example. Hmm. Right? And that Jugadi, whereas from LinkedIn, you, you are trying to find, you will try to connect with the Shahrukh and he will not accept your right? right? You have to find the person and you don't know the person. So that is the only thing. Uh, so I, I I don't know what the right or the wrong answer to this is. Does location make a difference? But I feel that there are some uh, some cities or uh, things that are, which have a high what do you call it uh, a high concentration of a certain kind of thing. Like Bangalore has a high concentration of VCs and tech. Uh, Bombay has a high concentration of media entertainment, etc. Delhi is so operationally. All operation-led startups are very like... Uh-huh. So talent pool is easier to find, which is why uh, it becomes a thing. So uh-huh. your startup is as successful as a team that you have. So your team building will be a thing. Yeah. yeah. So like, uh, I, I was just going to come on that front only. And then uh, like, how did you guys uh, build a, you know, this good, good team? Like, how did you hire uh, your first important employees that uh, that will that went on to play a big role in the you know uh, process of building a glitch what are you some of the what are some of the things you would suggest to an entrepreneur who is just starting out uh, for team building you know this word culture is a very loosely thrown around word right uh, yeah. i feel it's very loosely used by a lot of people uh, but I feel that that's that's going to be very crucial when you start off with them. building the kind of the right kind of culture attracts the right kind of people. Yeah, so it's uh, our, our uh, when we started, Varun and I had this conversation. Like, what are we building? We are building a happiness. So it's it's funny again. I come back to a Bollywood reference huh. in 2009, just before I started, we started glitch. Um, this film had come out called Rocket Singh. Huh. And if you, if you, the viewers here have not uh, seen it, I strongly recommend it. I thought it was a great film, right? Great film. But uh, it was a, and it had like these, at the end of it, there was a really nice monologue that we had, which, which kind of stuck with me then. And still, like the fact that I still remember it that well, is he says, uh, uh, Company number nahi, company log hote. Log hote. Jab ah. log khush hote hai, number automatically badne Right. So, nahi kind of, that's the line that he has. But, which is very, very true, right? So, it's company log hai. And it's, that is what it is. So, building a happy place. That was the agenda that we had. Uh, so, when we said, why did we like going to work at Channel B? Because mm-hmm. it was great fun. We loved the people we worked with. And we, huh. it was it was a fun thing that we, when did we stop not wanting to go there is when it became boring. It became redundant. Like So that's the, we said, how do we keep reinventing that? And that's the key ask. What we realized is it gets boring when you do the same thing over and over again. It gets huh. boring when you are when you're not, you stop innovating. So first day is exciting. If if every Monday of yours looks different from the kind of work you do, people are excited to see up kya challenge okay. mm-hmm. So that so let's let's not keep doing the same thing. It's very it, it's very easy to fall into that rut. And the day you there is a pattern to what you do, then you will be replaced by a robot. 
because then it's a very yeah. easy statement right so, so let's start reinventing and that's why so our first ever employee was uh, guy called prashant who joined us he continued he he was with us for the longest time went off to start something on his own came back to glitch again went to join apple came back to glitch he was with us till as early as last year before he bounced out to another startup so it's i mean it's been a journey and he's been there for the longest time and i remember he was he joined us as an intern for a project and uh, came we had a blast shooting that project because again uh, that time what happens is from a video point of view if you go to a production house huh ek story hai hum wo story batayenge na wohi karna hai that's the thing in our case we were like we went and pitched a whole thing where the so i don't know if you've seen now netflix has come out with ranveer singh that thing where you can choose what he does so oh, uh, interactive uh-huh. video right we did an interactive video in 2009 oh wow where it was uh, where every scenario had to be shot in two lenses because at some point like this guy would escape from his and like should he take the door or should he take the window so depending on where the users clicked the video would go so it was like a short video game that we did now right. for somebody who's come from college who's only been trained to do what do you call it linear narratives he suddenly saw this company was letting you do he like i want a job you and we were like uh-huh. we are very young we are very small you know like, i don't care i'll come so the thing is exactly the same mindset varun and i had which we went to channel v as opposed to going to programming at z because we thought this is where we would put our creative so that's the thing and again like i said eventually it was a culture that was built there it was a culture where everybody was friends with everybody there was it was a happy place and that was what it is so culture is not a foosball team Yeah. That's what I keep saying because startup na, तुम culture के नाम पे football table रख दो वो नहीं होता है. Culture can be any. It will. It is just that when people don't want to leave their work and go back home and they're just like, अरे हो गया ना वो I'll chill with the same people etc. That's yeah. where culture got built. So we've. It's the zero to one journey is always exciting that way. Right. All of you are tackling a problem together. So. Yeah. कि जब लोग बोले ना कि यार अरे office कहाँ जाना है यार अगर वो वाला attitude नहीं है लोगों में then something is right uh, something uh, you have done right with the culture uh, yeah. coming coming from a uh, culture point uh, like you you guys have been in advertising industry aap logo ne bahut sare campaigns bhi ready kiye hue hain and in advertising the core thing is consumer behavior consumer psychology so like what are some of the things and because ek india mein maine kisi ko to suna tha abhi bolte hue ki in india there are different 20 कंट्रीज क्या आप अलग अलग जाओगे अलग अलग जगह पे अलग अलग लोग अलग तरीके से बिहेव करते हैं सो लाइक व्हाट आर सम ऑफ द कंज्यूमर बिहेवियर पॉइंट दैट यू गाइस नोटेड इन इन इंडियन कंज्यूमर कि अलग अलग कंज्यूमर बिहेवियर पॉइंट्स क्या थे आई ये बहुत ब्रॉड क्वेश्चन है बट आई फील कि व्हाट आर सम ऑफ दोस थिंग्स दैट यू गाइस नोटिस आई मीन फॉर द लॉन्गेस्ट टाइम आई विल टेल यू व्हाट हैपेंड इज दैट we were doing work which was work that was exciting us right then which means that hum wo kaam kar rahe the jisse hum khush ho rahe jo hame hum jante the which huh. so at some point we realized that hum we will end up getting boxed into a quirky agency which is doing these cool campaigns huh. but the thing is cool campaigns on one side the like the, the bharat and the india are doing something right 
so hum jo we should never become frogs in the well is what happened we've done uh, that's when we started looking at the the bharat side of thing where which technically like you said rightly said it's the cultures are different across the length and the breadth of the country right if i uh, if i go down south the understanding the reading versus where i go up north the reading etc and i think one of the one of our clients which we experimented with this across this spectrum was with netflix mm. so when netflix came to the country we were talking to us like you me uh-huh. right who so our campaigns are very like out there bold making these statements like then we realized ki ye sab theek hai now 199 rupee packets have come uh-huh. where now jio has come and it has gone to the deep end of the world. how do we now make people resonate with this so suddenly what happened was we literally had to break ourselves the one team that was doing all these school campaigns now broke itself into there was a team that handled south just looked at the south. and when i say south i'm trying to say it in missing but there are four different regions there also there are also so five yeah. different states there and each of these states have their own cultures you have to then bring that piece out and if you look at if you look at cinema in general malayalam cinema versus telugu cinema is drastically different dark telugu is full massy entertaining this thing malayalam was cinema uh, like there were stories when stories. more concentrated on story uh, so how do you now talk to that audience in this language how do you get that? then how do you position an international show and things like that like i'll give you a cultural insight not uh, on a campaign basis so when narcos was coming narcos season 2 came to india we were uh, in charge to handle that and we said okay we'll bring this what is the show about it's a show about drugs ab main india mein drugs kaise bol or show about drugs ko kaise bechu for you and i will get very excited saying oh let's go uh-huh. but now tier 2 india right how do you get everybody to watch this how do i convince my parents to watch a show on drugs so then we went that's when the consumer insight study happened so okay, we looked at it deeper and said what who is pablo escobar what has he built and if you look at it carefully it's pablo escobar is an entrepreneur Huh. <laughs> right. End of the day, was he is a rags to riches story huh. of an entrepreneur who found a problem and to solve it. He so, said, "Can we now package him as the entrepreneur? Because this is when Make in India was happening. The whole startup story was booming in India, etc. That was a cultural insight that we found, saying that in, if we position Narcos as a drug crime thriller, I don't know how many people will watch it. If we huh. position this instead as the entrepreneur." who's made it from rational riches there more people will watch it so in india the narcos positioning was all about entrepreneurship look how it is like the thing and that's the cultural insights that translated in this aspect right so uh, it's yeah you have to be very sensitive to a lot of these things uh, it's not easy to say here is a cultural insight for india as a whole it is tough to do that yeah it's it's uh we have a theory saying you you know that demographic as a line which is yes. used in advertising yes. sec a 18 to 24 etc mm-hmm. i don't i think that demographic is dead there is no demographic it's now tribes now you have to what we do is we now try to classify people in uh tribes or i mean i, I don't know if i'm culturally woke when i say tribes or whatever, but that's a easy way to say it so when i say a tribe i'll give you an example 
uh, if I take uh, ice cream huh. or if I take Netflix, now ice cream, Netflix, any of these things, I'll be able to say I enjoy it. My mom enjoys it. My dad enjoys it. Uh, I am not 18 to 24. My parents are not 18 to 24. So how do I say when an ice cream is coming out, why do they say that we'll talk to 18 to 24? You are, uh-huh. there is, you are talking to a tribe of people who are in this demographic. Uh, uh, so I putting them as SECA uh-huh. is not how it works. You have to put them saying that here's a tribe of people who like so-and-so, 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 so-and-so kind of things. And then, so if I put it from a taste point of view, like for example, uh, we use the tribe mechanism of shows to classify people into for any brand. So right. if you are a person, like for example, if you are a person who likes Chef's Table, The Crown, uh, so on and so on and shows, then you fall under the bracket of brands like uh, Louis Vuitton, uh, slightly right. luxury uh, brands, Nicobar, Good Earth, etc. But whereas if you like some slightly teeny bopper, younger, this thing, maybe Zara, H&M there for you. So I can break down any brand in the name of by just classifying them into tribes of either the content they watch or something like that. So we will have to do it that way as opposed to saying, okay, H&M is coming to India, SCCA 18 to 24. No, SCCA 18 uh-huh. to 24 can't pour my bed high, uske paas aur paisa thing. Uh-huh. Like 100 times more disposable. So, yeah, this is, this, the, this, is, this is very interesting. And uh, from this, I just want to ask you, uh like you know actually the step of a brief is to decode the brief to break the brief down to actually find the problem state okay like for example if somebody comes to you and says that I want to sell. The brief is that here is a chocolate to be marketed to. That's how the brief will be. Right? We're uh-huh. a chocolate uh, trying to get into this crowded chocolate category. And we want to talk to young adults of so-and-so age. To so-and-so. The first step is to say that why, what are the young adults eating and why are they not using? Uh-huh. That is the problem statement. So the wo brief ke andar, pehle brief jo aata hai, client ka, wo brief ko pehle tod ke, it's uh, it's like how Michelangelo once said, right? Uh, they said, oh, how, how good are you with these sculptures? How do you do this? I start with a piece of stone and I remove everything that you don't need from it. Mm-hmm. And that's what the sculpture becomes, right? He's not sculpting. He's like, I take a stone, I remove all the parts I don't oh. need and that becomes what that's it becomes, the art. Yeah. Huh. So with a brief, that's the first step. I think the first step is to look at the brief and break, like literally break the brief down. Saying what right. is act, what is it that we need to solve in this? Because the minute you know what you have to solve, now then you will look at the problem from that lens. Huh. Because a lot of times, um, like these dishwashing soaps that come out, and I'll give you an example. Uh, the, for the longest time, you've seen dishwashing soaps ads that would say "Saw Nimbo Ki Shakti," something, <laughs> and. We we would always ask ourselves that question when that came in, saying, yeah, huh. When somebody asked that question, is when we realized that 
because it has 100 nimbus it is faster it cleans faster than anybody else when it cleans faster than anybody else what does it do it saves you time right so the brief now becomes that for us is not about selling 100 nimbu ki shakti because that's the you're telling something let me show you what you will do with it so by using this soap because it has 100 nimbu order you save 15 minutes every day so can right. we start a 15 minute education course for you or a 15 minute content series for you because both the 15 minute tum becho bachao that is your 15 minutes of me time so in the deep parts of india where this is primarily unfortunately still being used mostly by women only huh. they if uh, by using this particular brand i say 15 minutes time every day i get that 15 minutes to myself as opposed to spending on this thing what can i do with 15 minutes like the brand come and help you in that so right. the answer is in the brief a uh, lot of times when you break the brief down to concentrate on what does what is it happen what is happening what is the actual problem here? Right. Because if you are saying saw nimbu ki shakti and if I am saying seventy five nimbu ki shakti, that housewife doesn't give a flying fuck. Uh-huh. Is me, twenty nimbu kam hai. But when when he found out that it is less, it is five minutes more. And what can you do in five minutes? That makes right. it. You are highlighting a problem statement and then you are uh, saying a solution. This is the solution. Right. Yeah. True. Uh, so I just. uh read your blog uh today in the morning uh, creative capital wala so i just i just want to tell you what is creative capital and can you just go deep dive into it and why it is important so uh the thing i it, it was i was actually just writing about it from point of view of what what disruption needs to happen right what is version 3.0 for advertising in general yes uh, when i was looking at it and i was looking at it from a point of view that the i've seen one stage of the evolution the i've seen how advertising used to be i i've never worked in advertising before so i don't know how it was when uh-huh. we came we were disruptors in the space at that point of time kyunki digital bada ho aaj main jahan khada hu jahan se main dekh raha hu ye digital uh, ecom Uh, all of this has given birth to newer hero brands that have come out right so unilever png etc have been there the other older lots now there are this direct to consumer brands that are coming left right and center and there are so many of those at some point koi na koi takkar de hi dega ha boat ne bose ko hara diya तो कल टूथपेस्ट में कोई करेगा कोई चाय में करेगा कोई सोप में करेगा नाउ द थिंग इज वॉट आई वॉज टॉकिंग ऑफ इज एडवर्टाइजिंग में वी आर पेंडरिंग राइट नाउ टू अंट ऑफ यू वेर वीर working with the guys who have so the the thing is end of the day it's a expensive business also right marketing is yeah. uh, so we also have to hire the kind of talent itself so we expect to pay get paid a certain kind of retainer now the bigger brands are able to afford you and take you now in a startups scenario what i was seeing is that brand building for a lot of these startups start after series b After they reach hmm. series A, a lot of huh. because till then they're looking at product. But actually, brand building. If you start from the beginning, so it makes a big difference. 
So I was talking about it from a point of view saying that if I looked at advertising agencies next evolution, could it be creative capital? So, and how can an advertising agency and a VC firm literally merge into each other? And, uh-huh. and that's what I was trying to figure from a point of view of creative capital, which technically meant that I will uh, say you are starting a new brand. Okay. Uh-huh. And I come, I think your brand is very exciting and I want to be a part of it. Now, if you want to, you are looking to raise whatever, say a crore huh. tomorrow for your brand to say. In that one crore that you're looking to raise, you're going to spend 40 lakhs of that into marketing. Right? Marketing, huh. I am turning around and saying, I as an agency will come and I don't, I'm not giving you the 40 lakhs. I will give you 40 lakhs, I will give you 60 lakhs worth of brand building, uh, marketing efforts from my end. Right, and instead, I will take that percentage stake in your company. Let's assume that you're giving that one crore out for twenty one percent stake. Mm-hmm. I will do. I will take thirty percent stake at, uh, sorry, seven uh, percent stake for this. this huh? Now, what happens is I am invested in your business as a agency. Huh. Uh, I for me, your your growth will mean I grow. So now mm. we are actually now we are partners. Partners. Now yeah. I'm not about timesheets. I'm not about uh, loading costs onto you. And uh-huh. for me, it is now your success is my success. So tomorrow, if I did say, for example, five years ago, if we did this report, and if I had sat on whatever six seven percent, huh. and I'm not saying I will do it for free for life. I'm uh-huh. saying that I will help you with this to grow from your zero scale to get product to market and product market fit for you to raise series A. When you raise your series A, you can start paying me a discounted fee. When you raise series B, you start paying me a full fee. When you go to IPO, by the time you go to IPO, I own that stake. So there is a win-win for both. So I said, maybe is there a way for an agency to now evolve by looking at the VC model and saying that, because otherwise what is happening is we are ignoring the, the small guys can't work with us because they're too, we are too big for them. uh, But that small guy will become very big, very fast. Yeah. And we missed the boat at that point. So then instead of going knocking, then can we knock earlier? Uh, Currently, there are a few people who are already doing this and doing a good job of this. Uh, Spring Capital, I think, is doing something similar. Uh, So there are a couple of others who are trying this as well, where I know. Right, right. So, and now I want to talk about like in Chatterbox, uh, it was an influencer marketing, uh, you know, agency. So wh- what do you think? What are some of the changes coming in, in, in this influencer marketing uh, scene? Like what, what is going to change some of the cha- things that are going to change in creator economy or influencer space according to you in coming years? So the thing is, I, I, I'll tell you why Chatterbox came to be, right? Early hmm. on, this chatterbox started in 2015. 15. Uh, 2015, may, it, the idea came from a point of view because we were doing a campaign for Pepsi and we were doing a campaign for Prill in Bombay and Delhi. The influencer list that came to us were two Excel sheets and both almost looked like the same. So, jo Pepsi ke liye influencer or is the same. Hai, we were like, kuch problem hai, is, is So, we said, can we use technology to understand who is, who is relevant? in what category. So relevance, resonance, reach. 
in what right. category can we use tech to figure that out and that's how it was that was the core idea and that's how chatterbox was and that was a platform that we built uh, and uh, the whole answer the question was that why should a creator somebody who has 10 million followers only be a creator why hmm. can't i i be an influencer i only have 2000 followers on my instagram but i can tell you for in sure like for example that if i recommend a restaurant of my 2000 followers 20 of them will go and try it out for sure so my we, what we realize is that the smaller micro guys were having the higher impact on conversions so and that, that is the ta- problem we went to tackle saying that ट I mean, we really discount what Jio has done to the country. Yeah. Jio has given re- the reach that it has brought in, uh-huh. and the kind and this. I, I think our internet penetration in India is unmatched by anybody else, and the kind of content being consumed and the kind of content being produced is uh-huh. unmatched, right? They're actually why TikTok has been hurt the most by leaving this place because for them, India was their second biggest market. Yeah. like that's the kind of reach that they had right why is instagram and youtube shorts and everybody putting so much money in universe because of this so everybody is a creator and then they all uh, now i think the thing is to leverage what they have next what what's next for the creators so earlier it was them associating with brands now they can see them launching their own brands Hmm. uh white labeling and getting into that space it's so this evolution is there it is happening i can see it across the spectrum different all kinds of people right yeah. uh talking so just from a finance category of influencers i can just like there used to be one earlier now there are like a dime a dozen hmm. so yeah. uh yeah so that's i can see a huge evolution that keep happening yes so like the, there is a lot of uh, you know changes are coming in monetization people are building their own uh, monetization processes they are not depending on brands now so, look, yeah. so many creators are right now because brands mein ab jo logo ka main kaam rehta hai wahi hai ki it will i am relying on uh, uh, like outside money aur koi baar mujhe aisa kaam bhi karna padta hai shayad se jahan pe mujhe pasand nahi aayega wo brand wo bhi nahi aayega but the you require money you require the cash flow in it so that's why they are building their some of them are building their own uh, you know distribution of like See, you can either make or, money yeah you can either make money through brands or you can make money through fans fans yeah and yeah. so that's the equation i think anderson orwitz very in their fund they very clearly spoke about it right so if you can find uh, just 1000 people huh. who are willing to pay Thousand dollars to you, you yeah. for anything you do. For anything you do, that thousand people super fan club, right? That's it. That's all you need. You huh. made your money. Thousand people paying thousand dollars is a million. Yes. So yes. 
हाँ रिसेंटली हर्ड दिस ऑल्सो अबाउट वन थाउजेंड सुपर फैंस की वन थाउजेंड सुपर फैंस बना लो यू ओनली नीड वन थाउजेंड सुपर फैंस इन योर यू नो इन योर कम्युनिटी या सो इफ यू हैव टू टेल एन एस्पायरिंग ऑन्टरप्रनोर और एनी यंग ऑन्टरप्रनोर लाइक व्हाट इज दैट वन फियर दे शुड कंप्लीटली रिमूव फ्रॉम देम सेल्स इट्स द फियर ऑफ अगर तुम नया बना रहे हो तो गलतियां होंगी गलतियों से सीखो और क्योंकि अगर तुम अगर गलतियां नहीं हो रही है ना तो तुम किसी और को कॉपी कर रहे हो बिकॉज लॉर्ड ऑफ टाइम्स यू आर नॉट यू ट्राई टू डू वॉट समी एल्स इज डन so that you reduce the mistake but what happens you are innovating then then you are not there's nothing new if you mm-hmm. agar tum naya kuch bana rahe ho to i mean look at spacex mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. elon musk right he audacious goal of saying that i will make the reusable rocket now nobody there's no reference point he's making it he, the first 7 8 failed they didn't the ninth will succeed yes. so okay but the thing is you you If you went with the fear of failure, what will happen is you will start do copying things that have happened right. But what has happened right for one person need not be the right for you. So you have to make your own right, right. and to make your own right, you have to make your own mistake. So the yeah. the one fear you have to remove is the fear of failure. It's okay. Right. You have so, to hold the fear of failure. The failure is a scar you should hold very like people go get tattoos. I'm saying. Huh. and i there some people get tattoos around the scar to hide this scar i'm like dude flaunt your scar flaunt your flaunt your thing because that, that's where the this thing is because the, nobody has taught you more than uh, a failure would yeah. i we we failed multiple times in our journey right at at which we've made decisions where we failed we've learned quickly we've not done that again but that failure has given us strength to Yeah. Like no B school in the world will train you for these things, and that's that's the best part. So uh, for me, an entrepreneur, I hold them at like you can say you're from Harvard and you can say you're an entrepreneur. I think that person from the entrepreneur probably has a far deeper learn or understanding of real world. Yeah, true, yeah. true. Agreed. You have worked with uh, startups in their early stages. What are some of the mistakes that you have seen that you know keep going? What are some of the pattern in mistakes that you have noticed in uh, you know uh, founders who are like who are just starting out or in early stage? You know the thing is, uh, I work with a lot of these guys, uh, a lot of these companies because I genuinely like the zero to one job. Right? Yeah. And now what I have and my and this for me is a is. I I don't look at it as a investment uh, for my money sake. It's more my this is my B school. This is how I stay relevant. That's what mm-hmm. I keep saying. So I don't. I built two companies here, but now I want to stay relevant. I want to know what are the new things that are happening, which is why I invest and work with these guys very closely. To so are they make? Is there mistakes that they are making, etc. I I I my job is not to sit there and correct their mistakes. And I I learned this. the hardware from roshan for example when he came on board to mentor us and he called out an iceberg ki dekho aisa hoga aisa hoga aisa hoga lekin tum jao you do this thing and then so nice. i will never when but i have noticed some things where i do genuinely intervene and call it out is when people try to 
स्केल मेट्रिक्स वैनिटी मेट्रिक्स राइट फॉर द सेक ऑफ वैनिटी बिकॉज डोंट डोंट गो चेजिंग ऑफ वैनिटी मेट्रिक विदाउट एक्चुअली हिटिंग प्रोडक्ट मार्केट फील्ड आई वुड सो आई वुड ऑलवेज गाइड दम सो दैट आई सीन अ मिस्टेक दैट यू फाउंडर्स गो विच इज सेम की लाइक यू नो हम ना एप डाउनलोड दिखा देते हैं इतना है लेकिन पहले ये तो दिखाओ कि जो 500 लोगों ने ऑर्गेनिकली डाउनलोड किया वो यूज करे ही वो सॉल्व नहीं करके हम पैसे खर्चा करके हम 12,000 हजार ऐप डाउनलोड ला देंगे बट कोई यूज नहीं कर रहा तो क्या फायदा होता है सो एंड ऑफ द डे आई आई माई एडवाइस मिस्टेक आई सी पीपल डूइंग इज चेजिंग स्टूपिड वैनिटी मेट्रिक्स गेटिंग एक्साइटेड अगर मेरा 12,000 डाउनलोड्स हो जाएगा मेरे को सीरीज ए मिल जाएगा ऑफ नाउ डू यू इवन नीड दैट सीरीज ए इफ यू कुड इफ यू हैव मेड अ ग्रेट प्रोडक्ट टेक्निकली यू डोंट हैव टू स्पेंड दैट काइंड ऑफ मनी पीपल यू हैव टू बिल्ड दैट नेटवर्क इफेक्ट राइट सो गेटिंग एक्साइटेड बाय दिस जस्ट लुकिंग अराउंड सेइंग कि यार इसने इतना रेज किया इतना रेज किया व्हेन समबडी रेजेस मनी प्लीज रिमेंबर इट्स नॉट डोंट डोंट get excited oh, and don't nah. celebrate it because raising money is like saying mujhe bank loan mila last nah. time agar <laughs> when i bought a house if i've got a bank loan of 5 crores i'm not going and making a tv article uh, newspaper article saying that oh rohit raj raised 5 crores to buy a house <laughs> dude if i the my the, the story should be that i paid my loan back paid yeah right so that now the the mistake that people fall is the, these stupid vanity metrics that you end up chasing right whereas not chasing the right metrics that you need to which is uh-huh. building the product and trying to get hitting product market fit is so crucial and a lot of people don't realize what what metrics are uh, important to hit pmf than and instead chase the wrong metrics that is the mistake i've seen a lot of young startup right. do right sure. right and uh like coming to the last three questions of this podcast the first one is evolution needs eliminating so like when you evolve you need to also eliminate a lot of things so like of course we have to learn a lot of things uh, you know during the course of our life but what do you think what are some of the things that you unlearned during this journey of your entrepreneurship during this in in this last 11 12 years uh well that's a good question actually so it's you know a few things is when you become an entrepreneur or one one he uh, somebody gave me this advice a long time ago and didn't it didn't really ring uh, home well that point is it like if you want to build a company stay in charge if you want to build a legacy make yourself redundant right, right? and when you say redundant as a word is such a wrong word right? and then it's because you want to be in control of everything but over time and that's the big unlearning i had to do over time saying that you are, don't need to do there some always hire people smarter, smarter than, you. than you always hire people smarter than you let people come fill in your you agar tumhe aage badhna hai na it's like to put that one step forward you need somebody yeah. to keep their foot where you left your foot behind right so if you want to go ahead in life get somebody to fill your shoes so you can get into other shoes right. so that is one of the key uh, pieces it it's not very really, it's not ingrained in us yes because especially if you work in a corporate environment before you know where 
it's all about like yaar how can i let how do i make myself redundant like agar main ye isko sikha do to ye mera jagah le lega uh-huh. wala, you know that fear that is there i think it's very important for people to unlearn that um key aspect that's that's definitely something that i would have Right. Uh, right. Advice. Right. And like, what what do you think? What are some of the skills, uh, like uh, an aspiring entrepreneur should develop? That these skills, seek them. This will come in the future. You know, people skills. It's it's not it's it, these are things that school and college don't teach us. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I great Pythagoras theorem probably is very important, but. Huh. Uh, that imp- equally important is people skills empathy uh, these small little, so i'll give th- three key pieces right people skills empathy and negotiating skills right. three key things which are so crucial but not taught to us as uh, kids etc but it's very very and it's very frowned like negotiating uh, how uh, there's this very 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 good book which i strongly recommend to a lot of people um it's called never split the difference yes right? chris it's written not? by yeah it's written by the uh, fbi uh, uh-huh. negotiator negotiator it's an excellent book it's a whole strategy in under and i i'm like this is something they should teach in schools and college at least in mba college to padha yeah. like it's important because it's so because we are also a, a country where i mean there are different cultures but there's one set of which were very non confrontational mm. so okay, like a lot of times when you ask people okay what's your expectation of a salary sir you tell us ye you pehle aap pehle aap the minute you are assertive na then you you are setting us okay fair enough this guy is expecting more yeah. like that kind of a thing people skills from a point of view of being able to uh, manage people right and there are different yeah. people every person is different and knowing how to work them where you you can be assertive when you need to but you can also you do, see the, I, i'm not a believer of that you have to hold the whip to get things going right ha huh. you if you have to get people to respect you and then they'll that's my my that if they respect you they will get the work done so i don't have to be yelling and shouting and and unfortunately for us television shows movies etc show these corporate bosses as so you will see a billions and you will uh-huh. see uh, ari gold from entourage and spewing uh-huh. uh, <laughs> stupid language and that's you don't have to be that you can be the you can be the nice guy and yeah. so that is another key thing on how to tackle people skills and holding that empathy within and which is be empathetic to situations to surroundings to people Yeah. etc very very crucial because again like i said from an entrepreneur point of view the most important job for you is an hr job that you are doing because end of the day everything is on your team yeah. the better your team the more successful your company is jab log khush hote hain number automatically badh jayega badh jayega ha agree agree 100% one advice you should give to a uh, aspiring entrepreneur and one advice they should ignore i know ki uh you know you don't like to give gyan too much but can you please give one advice to our <laughs> aspiring entrepreneurs and one advice they should definitely ignore uh well you know the advice to an entrepreneur uh, 
you know, uh, okay, I, I tell you what, I, this was, I don't remember the exact word, but, but technically meant come to work with your sleeves rolled up, right? Which means that you come, come, go to work ready to get your hands dirty. Don't, don't sit there saying, and this, this is not necessarily first time founders, mostly second time founders. I can see, or if you've come from a certain position, I know this, um, you, you're used to it, right? So, say, uh, if you come from a corporate thing, you're used to a, a EA booking your tickets, blocking your calendar. You you can't, you're never too big for your own shoes. Yeah. Remember that. So don't get, don't, don't uh, think so. Stay humble for life. No, you can be a Decacorn founder and if the need comes, you should still be able to sit down and make that PPG if it comes. Right. You should be able to find the Google Analytics yourself if push comes to shove because don't don't become too big for your own shoes is my uh, key advice. No matter how big you right. or your company grows. So stay humble and get your keep your sleeves rolled up is right. my uh, right. advice to a lot. And what advice uh, they should ignore? It's the advice of vanity metrics. Just start, don't don't let success get to your head again yeah. from a point because you raised money. So huh. that and if when tomorrow when you raise your capital etc. Don't go. Don't call your PR team and say like, "Abhi mujhe impact forty under forty k investment alo," because that's. Uh, th- these vanity metrics and these uh, don't this is you are you are a hero as long as the spotlight is on you huh. one day it will go off so yeah. don't uh, don't take things for granted so as a the advice to ignore is there is lots of those yes men uh, or PR machinery PR around machine, you yeah. don't let that yeah. agree so agree. that's stay away from that yeah so thank you so much for doing this i i i am a i'm just putting it out that i am a big fan of you and varun and from the time i have discovered advertising is dead i have been following you, uh, you two guys uh, from last 2 3 years now like then i went into a rabbit hole of you know how glitch started uh, how did you guys you know uh, make this company a very big company then i started listening to varun more and more then uh, from that advertising is that i i was hearing a lot of uh, you know glitch story from from uh, his point of view so yeah it was great to have you on uh, my podcast you were you were one of the dream guests uh, when i started this so i started this around in 2019 in 2020 when lockdown started happened i made a list of people so i i uh, made a list of people and and in that list i had a name of you and varun so thank you so much rohit uh, uh thank you so lot yaar this is <laughs> this has been a pleasure i genuinely enjoyed this conversation because this is unlike i, I love the flow that you had it was yeah. the standard uh, set of questions there was this is more a conversation than anything else so yeah. i genuinely enjoyed it and thank you for these kind words that you're doing around yeah. so, but yeah it's feels feels very good thanks so much for having me yeah so thank you so much guys for watching this episode if you have enjoyed this then please do drop a like share this video with your friends and please comment down three learnings of yours from this episode and please rohit can you just tell our audience to subscribe to our channel the spotlight india is the
Hey guys, uh, this is the Spotlight India, and I think you should really subscribe to it. I I am a subscriber of this channel. I genuinely have been catching up on all the podcasts that they've been putting out. So please subscribe ASAP. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much, thank you so much, Rohit. <laughs>